book of Revelation is one that uh, people, they read it and get wrong all the time. Um, they're like, oh, it's a secret code to figure out what's happening in the end. Well, the end has pretty much been ever since Jesus ascended into heaven and uh, when he comes again. So, yeah, we're living in the end times. Guess what? We have been for 2,000 years. And uh, even though Jesus says, I'm coming soon, it's pretty clear he's got a pretty definition, a pretty different definition of what soon means. And that's okay. He's God, after all. And uh, we continue to put our trust in him, and he continues to work out our salvation. But the thing that people really, 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 really get wrong about Revelation is they see it as this book of these terrifying images, and so therefore it's, it's scary, and you know, keep it on arm's length. But in truth, it is a book of comfort. It is a book of comfort for God's people who are going through difficult times, who are going through times of confusion, going through times of not understanding what's going on in the world, going through times of persecution, going through times of trial and suffering. And so John has these various visions, and guess what happens at the end of each of them? Jesus wins. In fact, if I was going to summarize the whole book of Revelation in two words, that that would be them. Jesus wins. And over and over again... The message is, yeah, when you're in this life, things are going to be difficult and we're going to struggle and we're going to have difficult times. But in the end, Jesus comes again. The dead are raised. Injustice is set right. And the victory is given to God's people. And that is the vision that we read, that Aaron read for us from the book of Revelation just this morning. It's a picture of being there and seeing the heavenly celebration, the heavenly worship gathered around God's throne where people worship him. Not like we're worshiping him, where, you know, God, I mean, God is here. Jesus promised to be with us, right? Right? Okay, just want to make sure. But we can't see him. But there... There we see him seated on the throne. We see Jesus, the lamb, gathered with the father in this mystical, amazing connection. And the spirit is there at work calling and gathering his people into this glorious worship. And John records what he saw and he puts it this way. He says, after this, I looked and behold... A multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. That's Jesus. Clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I love that string of just boom, 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 boom. It's like all of it. And I can't say it all fast enough. And then John says, one of the elders, 
one of these saints who had gone before him in the faith, standing around the altar, addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes? And I said to him, Sir, you know. These, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are always before the throne of God and serve him night and day in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. I read that and I think, thanks be to God that we know what happens next. Thanks be to God that he has made known to us what happens after we come out of the great tribulation. That's code for life. And he's shown us what comes after this. We know about the resurrection. We know about the glory. We know about the joy that even now has invaded our lives. And we're experiencing it. Maybe not as fully as we will there, but we experience tastes of it even now. And Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is here. That this kingdom of of God's grace is at work in our lives even now. And not only is it at work in our lives, but it's at work through our lives so that other people can come into this kingdom. They can be gathered in God's grace and salvation. And that gives us courage. It gives us hope and peace. And that's important. Because even though we know what happens next, we know there's some stuff that's going to happen between here and there. And if you've been around in this world for a while, you know that what happens between here and there ain't always that nice. There's a lot of sorrow and grief and fear. You know, He speaks about hunger and thirst. We still have that in our world. He says there's no more scorching heat. And I would go so far as to say there'll be no more frigid cold. And the last tear gets wiped away from our eyes. But there's something that happens before that, isn't there? And what usually happens before that is We die. Psalm 116, verse 15, says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. That word saints, it just means holy ones. It means those who have been forgiven in Christ. Those who are are reconciled to God through his grace and forgiveness. That word precious, that is an interesting word in the text. Because it, 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 it can mean weighty, you know, it is the sense of, you know, something that's valuable has, has weight to it. 
And the idea is that, that when any of us die in Christ, that's an important moment. It's an important moment for us to be able to go home and to see God face to face and to be with him in his presence through Christ. It's a big deal when we follow our good shepherd through the valley of the shadow of death into that eternal glory that he's prepared for us, into that everlasting life. And again, I love the way that that Psalm 23 talks about it. It talks about this banquet that's prepared in the presence of our enemies because they're so thoroughly defeated. What are they going to do? Come bother us while we're feasting with God? And who are these enemies? Sin, death, the devil. They're like nothing. Because Christ has given us the victory and we celebrate because they can no longer harm us. But we're not there yet, are we? I want to share a song with you this morning. It's a song that Chris and I sang when we were in college in the choir um, at Concordia Ann Arbor. Our choir director, Dr. Kurt von Kampen, um, is now the choir director at uh, um, Concordia, Nebraska, someplace that Bob knows pretty well. And, uh, um, and von Kampen recently recorded this current piece with, or this piece with his current choir. So this, this was just this, this year that this was recorded, and that will be obvious when you watch this. I want to read the lyrics to you before you, you see and hear the choir sing it. Uh, It's by a conductor by the name of Paul Mons. Peace be to you and grace from him who freed us from our sin, who loved us all and shed his blood that we might saved be. Sing holy, holy to our Lord, the Lord Almighty God, who was and is and is to come. Sing holy, holy. Holy Lord. Rejoice in heaven, all ye that dwell therein. Rejoice on earth, ye saints below. For Christ is coming, is coming soon. For Christ is coming soon. E'en so, Lord Jesus, quickly come, and night shall be no more. They need no light, nor lamp, nor sun. For Christ will be there.
Do you hear those themes from the book of Revelation? That Jesus wins. When we were in choir, Von Kampen taught us what led Mons to write this piece. He told us Mons' wife was dying. And it was the drawn-out, slow, emotionally draining kind of death that tears you up. And as Mons was going through this, he remembered these words of Scripture. He returned to God's word. And he took that word and he proclaimed his hope and his prayer for his bride. Even so, Lord Jesus, quickly come, and night will be no more. We experience so much night, don't we? And here are these young people singing this song. They're gathered in a church and they're wearing masks. And it just strikes me that there they are in the midst of a pandemic, proclaiming Christ the victor. The one who wins everlasting life for you and for me. The one who drives out the darkness. Friends, on this All Saints Day, that's our prayer. It's our prayer against the darkness and the sorrow and the suffering and the death that we see in this world. All those things that we are just powerless to stop. All the injustice that we rail against in futility. All the fear that would, if it could, rob us of our faith. And we cry out, Lord Jesus, quickly come. Dispel the darkness with the radiance of your presence. Peace be to you. And grace from him who freed us from our sin. Who loved us all and shed his blood that we might saved be. Who shed his blood for you. For you. So that you will be saved through faith in him. Let that salvation. Let that hope of victory. Let that certainty that Jesus is coming Make you bold in this life. Even as you look ahead to the next life. Let that joy that you have in Christ lead you in your worship and your response of awe. Sing holy, holy to our Lord, the Lord Almighty God who was and is and is to come. The one who chose you. Chose you to rescue you. Because of his love. Rejoice, for Christ is coming. So we can face the worst that this world offers, even death, with gracious certainty. Our lives and deaths are no small things in God's eyes. We are precious to him. So live. Live. Live as his people. Live by his grace. Live in his hope. And when you die, as so many of our loved ones have, 
we will be welcomed. You will be welcomed into that heavenly worship. And we will gather tears of hope here. You'll be there. And we'll be gathered here, gathered pointing to Jesus and saying, E'en so, Lord Jesus, quickly come. Amen.